Thank you for listening to the Potter's House Tri-Cities Podcast, located here in Pasco, Washington, where lives are still being changed for Jesus Christ. We hope you enjoy it. So I want to minister, amen, on steps of obedience. No doubt this is a story of uh, Abram, amen, and how many of us know as, as uh, Abram, he obeys God, God changes his name to Abraham. And so that means that he's gonna that means that he's gonna be a father of a multitude or a father of a nation of many people. And so that's what God changed his name to. But uh God had to take this man through a process. And uh so Amen. God Abraham or Abram obeys God and he takes steps of obedience in following God. Let's read our scripture this evening. Genesis 12, 1 through 3. And the Lord said to Abram, For go from your land, your relatives, your father's house, to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you, and I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse anyone who treats you with contempt. I will curse those who curse you, as the scripture says. And all people on earth will be blessed through you. Amen. Let's jump down to Genesis 15, 1 through 21. It says, After these events, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield. Your reward will be great. Amen. But Abram had said to the Lord, What can you give me since I am childless and the heir of my house is um, Eleazar of Damascus? Abram continued, Amen. Look, you have given me no offspring. So a slave born in my house will be my heir. It goes on to say, And the word of the Lord came to him, This one will not be your heir. Instead, one who comes from your own body will be your heir. He took him outside and said, Look at the sky and count the stars. If you are able to count them, then he said to him, Amen, your offspring amen, will be that numerous abram abram believed amen the lord and it was credited to him as righteousness he also said to him i am the lord who brought you out of uh Ur, the of the chaldeans to give you this land to possess but he said to the lord how can i possess it amen he said to him bring me a three-year-old cow a three-year-old female goat and a and a three-year-old ram and a turtle dove and a young pigeon and so he brought all these to him, cut them in half, and laid them uh, the pieces opposite each other. But he did not cut the birds in half. Birds of prey came down um, on the dead, um, but Abram drove them away. As the sun was setting, a deep sleep came up on Abram. And suddenly great terror and darkness uh, descended on him. Then the Lord said to Abraham, Know this for certain, that your offsprings will be residents in alien for 400 years in the land that does not belong to them and will be enslaved and oppressed. However, I will judge the nation they serve, and afterwards they will go out with many possessions. But you will go to your ancestors in peace and be buried at a good old age. In the fourth generation, they will return for the iniquity of the Amorites, Amen. Have not yet reached its full measure. When the sun, amen, had set and it was dark, a smoke of fire, 
A smoking fire pot and a flaming torch appeared and passed between and divided the animals. On that day, amen, the Lord made a covenant with Abraham, his saying, I give you this land to your offsprings from the brook of Egypt to the great, amen, river Euphrates, amen, the land of the Kenites, amen, the Kesazites, the Ketamites, the Hizites, the Pezzarites, uh, Rephraim, the Amorites, the Canaanites, and the Gizurites, and the Jezebites. Amen. Let's pray this evening. God, we pray, Lord God, that you would move by the power of your Holy Spirit, Lord God. Let us, Lord God, go in obedience, Lord God, step by step, Lord God, doing your will for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Sorry, thirsty. <clears throat> I want to take a look at it, leaving everything behind. And so God tells Abram to leave his father's house. Amen. And so God's invitation to Abram challenged him to abandon the normal source of his personal, amen, identity and security, his family and his country to obey Amen. Abram must trust God implicitly. All human support is largely removed. The promise, amen, outcomes are conditional on Abram's obedience. And so God is telling Abraham to leave his family, amen, to leave his country. God is telling Abraham to embark on a journey with him. And so this life that you and I live, amen, is a journey, especially if we're saved. It is a journey for God. And God, amen, takes us, amen, to different places. And so we are all going somewhere, and we must decide if we are going to travel this road, amen, by sight or by faith. And so by sight is following human efforts. By faith is following God, amen, taking God for his word and the leading of the Holy Spirit. Abraham chooses to respond to God's voice and his calling. And so Abraham could have chosen, amen, to follow the voice of reasoning. Sometimes the voice of reasoning tries to drown out the voice of God. And so God speaks, amen, to Abraham. And no doubt, Abram was thinking in his mind how everything was going to work out. God, if I leave my father's house, how am I going to take care of my family? Where will we live? Amen. Where will we go? What about my father's house? Will they be okay? Think about the pain of separation of leaving the father's house. Abram questions in his mind how it would all work out. No doubt, these were the thoughts that I was having when I was coming to the, uh, amen, Kennewick. And I put myself, amen, in Abram's story. And so God had to get Abram alone. Pastor Ortiz said this at one of the conferences. If you never go through anything... Man, what are you going to preach about or what are you, you going to tell people about? Or what are you going to tell them your testimony is? Going through things in our Christian walk will bring experience and a testimony. I remember coming out of the world and as I walked with Christ, God's Spirit taught me 
Amen. And help me also through my church. I didn't know anything. Amen. Sorry, I didn't know everything. Amen. I needed to know as a new believer. But as I walked with God in obedience, I want to say that God, amen, gave me experience and he taught me along the way. And so I still don't know everything. And so that is why I continue, amen, to trust in God. And I continue to move forward in the kingdom of God. And so as you go through life experiences in your walk with God, he will give you revelation in scripture that lines up with what you're going through in life. And so a lot of times you have to find yourself, amen, in scripture. You have to put yourself in somebody else's shoes. In scripture. And God reveals, amen, his word through scripture. The hammer is a powerful tool, but the nail... If it had feeling and intelligence could present another side of the story. For the nail knows the hammer only as an opponent. A brutal, merciless enemy who lives to pound it into submission. To beat it down out of sight and clinch it into place. That is the nail's view of the hammer. And it is accurate except for one thing. The nail forgets that both... It and the hammer are servants of the same workman. Let the nail but remember that the hammer is held by the workman, and all uh, resentment towards it will disappear. The carpenter decides whose head will be beaten next, and what hammer shall be used in the beating. Amen. This is how uh, sovereign. This is how sovereign right. This is sovereign right, amen. When the nail has surrendered to the will of the workman, it has gotten a little glimpse of his compassionate plans for its future, it will yield to the hammer without complaint. And so Abrams had, amen, the character of his father Terah embedded in him. God told Abram to leave, amen, his past behind. And so the reason God told Abram to leave, amen, his father's house is because, amen, God had to get Terah out of Abram. Here begins the story of Abram, whose name is famous in both testaments. Even the children of Ebner, amen, had become worshipers of false gods. Those, amen, are through those who are through grace, heirs of the land of promise, ought to remember what the land of their birth is, what their, amen, corrupt and sinful state by nature is. And so God had to get Abram out of his father's house so he can get him alone. And so if God had not gotten Abram alone, he would not have been able to change his character. And so God does not want to leave us the same. Amen. As we came. And so if he were to leave, amen, this man the same, amen, then God wouldn't have been able to uh, build character in him. And so God would not have been able to use Abraham, amen, in what God wanted to do. And so when God gets us alone, it is so he can take all the generational influence out of us. 
generational influence, amen, that is embedded deeply into our, personal, our personality. Think about this. Abram's dad is an is a idol worshiper. Think about the generational curses that were upon Abram's life when God spoke to him. There's generational mindsets of old. There's generational false worship, amen, of false gods. There's generational bad habits, amen, that are embedded in Abram. And so God tells him, get out of your house. Get out of your father's house because you're going to be led, amen, by me, by the power of my spirit, and I'm going to change you in the process. And so just because we get saved does not mean that from one day to the next we have everything figured out. Or God changes everything from one day to the next. You see this, amen. People, they get saved in the church and they're married and they have marital problems. And once they get saved, they still have those marital problems. Amen. It's because they're not going to go away from one day to the next. And so it, it is a process that God does. Amen. People get saved and they come into the church also. And they're bad with their finances. This is something that's generational, amen. They've watched their parents, amen, handle money. And so this is a part of their lives. And so good stewardship is not learned overnight. It is learned as God deals with you and you apply, amen, God's word, amen, into your life. But I want to say, amen, that God is more than willing to help us and change us. I want to take a look secondly. God's protection. And so God told Abraham he was going to make him, sorry, he was going to be a shield to him. John 13, 36, 14, sorry, through 38 says this. It says, Lord, Simon Peter said to him, where are you going? Jesus answered, where am I going? You cannot follow me, but you will follow me later. Lord Peter asked, why can I follow you now? I will lay down my life for you, Jesus replied. You will lay down your life for me. Truly, I tell you, a rooster will not crow until you have denied me three times. Think about this. Peter was not, amen, ready to follow Jesus Christ to the grave yet. There were things that, that Jesus had to do in Peter's life. Peter eventually gets crucified or, gets, or dies for Christ, amen, but it's not his time. The scripture goes on to say, Don't let your heart be troubled. Believe in God, believe in also, me also. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would not have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you. If I go away and prepare a place for you, I will come again to take you to myself, so that where I am, you may be also. You know the way to where I am going. The Lord, Lord Thomas said, we do not know where you're going. How can we know the way? Amen. Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to me. Amen. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you know me, you will know my Father also. Amen. From now on, you do not, you do, amen, know him, and you have seen him. Hallelujah. How many of us know that God, amen, reveals himself through the Spirit? 
And so God is more than willing to provide all that we need, not only in the spiritual, but in the physical. And so as we take a leap of faith and follow God, amen, there is rest for our souls and the teaching by His Spirit, which shall leave an eternal life-changing impact on our life and in the impact of others as we meet along the way. Amen. Blessing comes when we follow God's leading step by step, or as in Abram's case, faith by faith. And so Abram got closer and closer to God's promise as he followed God. And so God would lead him to a certain place, and Abram followed God's leading. God would bless him. Uh, if you read the story of this man, God did not only bless him, but he had other people bless him. He had Pharaoh bless him. He had a king bless him. Uh, king Abimelech bless him. He had many people bless Abraham because Abraham, amen, was, was doing the will of God. And so like a treasure hunt, there are many dangers along the way. But unlike a treasure hunt, amen, Jesus promises to lead us all the way through peril of this life and ultimately into the loving arms of the Father. And so Abram followed God's leading. Amen. Even though Abram made mistakes along the way. I want to say that God made intercession for Abram because of his obedience. Praise the Lord. I want to take a look at a scripture. Genesis 20, 18, 1 through 18 says this. It says, from there, Abraham, Abraham traveled to the region, amen, of Negev, amen, and settled between uh, Kadesh and Shur. While he was staying in Gur, Abraham said to his wife, Sarah, amen, she is my sister, amen, so... King Abimelech, amen, for Gere, had Sarah brought to him. But God came to Abimelech in a dream by night and said to him, You're about to die because of the woman you have taken, for she is a married woman. Now Abimelech, amen, had no, amen, had not approached her. So he said, Lord, would you destroy a nation even through its innocent? Didn't he himself say, She is my sister? And, amen, she herself said, he's my brother. I did this with a clear conscience and a clear hand, clean hands. Then God said to him in a dream, yes, I know that you did this with a clear conscience. I have also kept you from sinning against me. Therefore, I have not let you touch her. Now return the man's wife, for he is a prophet. Listen to this. And he will pray for you, and you will live, but if you do not return her, Know that you will certainly die, and all of it is all yours. Amen. We're going to skip this because it's kind of long. So this story, amen, in Abraham's life is stunning to me. Even though Abraham, amen, had shortcomings, God is more than able to make up, amen, for them and bless him in the process. So this tells us as we're being led, amen, by the Spirit of God, as we follow God, amen, through the process, amen, he equips us for the furtherance, amen, of his kingdom. And this is what he's doing in this man's life. This imperfect man, but because of God's leading, amen, this was counted to Abraham as righteousness. 
And so when my wife and I came from Houston to Kennewick, God had to develop us. When, he took when we took over the Pasco Church, God had to deal with us and develop us, amen, in the process of trying to build the Word. I want you to think about and go back to the COVID-19 last year. Amen. It was, amen, myself having faith in God that kept me going. I was not prepared for this. I mean, I don't think many of us were prepared for this. I had to hold on to God and have me lead, amen, have him lead me through the process. And so this is what's happening in Abram's life or Abraham's life. God is taking him step by step, amen, to the promised land. Not him, amen, but his, his descendants, amen. He's going to take to the promised land. I want to take a look lastly at the blessing. And so to be blessed by God, you're going to have to protect the blessing. And so these events came to Abraham by vision. But he said, Lord God, how can I know that I will possess it? He said to him, bring me a three-year-old cow, a three-year-old female goat, a three-year-old ram, and a turtle dove, and a young pigeon. So he brought them all these, amen, cut them in half. Amen. And lay the pieces opposite each other. But he did not cut the birds in half. Birds of prey came down on the carcasses, but Abraham drove them away. As the sun was setting, a deep sleep came over Abram. And suddenly a great terror, amen, of darkness descended on him. And so God drops his promises into our hearts by his spirit. And so this scripture is a picture of how the enemy tries to sow doubt through the reasoning of our flesh. Abraham says, Lord God, how can I know that I will possess this? It wasn't enough, amen, for God to give him his word. And so God asked for a sacrifice. And so immediately after the sacrifice, the, bear, the birds of the airs show up and sow doubt, amen, in Abraham's mind or in Abraham's mind. But let me tell you that Abraham protects the blessing, even though, amen, of his own insufficiency, amen, to make the promise of God come to pass. He says, God, I cannot do this on my own, but I am willing to protect this dream no matter what, and you are the one who is going to make it pass as I follow you. And so Abraham Abraham is protecting, amen, the promise of God. And so as he does this, it is credited to him as righteousness. Romans 4, 1 through 5 in the New, New Living Translation says this. Abraham was humanly, sorry, Abraham was humanly speaking, the founder of, the Jewish, of our Jewish nation. What did he discover about being made right with God? If his good deeds had made him acceptable to God, he would have had something to boast about. But that was not, amen, God's way. For the scripture tells us Abraham believed God and God counted him as righteous because of his faith. Amen. I want to take a look at the blessing of leaving. And so God's plan was not only to give his people a land flowing with milk and honey, 
but to save a multitude in the process. And so in the fourth generation they will return here, for the iniquity of the Amorites has not reached its full measure. One thing Genesis 15, 16 shows is certainly of God's judgment on the wicked. And so the Amorites and the other Canaanites were exceedingly wicked. And so during the time of Moses, God gave, amen, the reason for the Canaanites' downfall. The land was defiled, so I punished it for its sins. And the, light, the land vomited out its inhabitants. And so God had predicted this all the way back in Abraham's time. The Amorites were wicked, and judgment day was coming. But listen to this. At the same time, in Genesis 15, 16, God demonstrates God's love and mercy above all his long-suffering and patience with sinful men. Rather than immediately wipe out these Amorites, God chose to wait for over 400 years to bring judgment upon them. And so the enemies of God would be displaced as God settled his own chosen people in the land that he had promised them. Yet God's enemy did not need to remain enemies. They were given ample time, amen, to turn away from the wicked ways, turn to God and be forgiven. The Amorites had a chance to repent, and be saved, just as the Assyrians, amen, in Nineveh during the time of Jonah. And so through all this, amen, God was trying to use this man, Abraham, to save these people. And I want to say that God had the same plan also for the Egyptians through the descendants of Abraham. And so did God love the Egyptians when he struck them with plagues? In the large biblical narrative, the answer is yes. The prophet Isaiah later prophesied about the judgments on the Egyptians. Similar to the judgments, he also prophesied against Israel. And so as a result, the Egyptians will turn to God and they will become a part of God's people alongside Israel. Amen. And that's found in Isaiah, amen, 19. 18 through 25. In the law of Moses, the Israelites were forbidden to despise the Egyptians because Israel's dis, uh, ancestors found refuge in Egypt. And so within this, amen, under Pharaoh, in Joseph's day, Israel experienced great hospitality and, and Egypt received a great blessing. Think about this. The Exodus narrative suggests that Egypt's plagues at the time, amen, were, amen, reverse in effect of a very short prosperity which God, amen, had blessed them with in Joseph's time. And so the reason for these plagues against the Egyptians was not because they were Egyptians. God, on the other hand, had blessed the Egyptians. Indeed, the ancient Egyptians themselves recognized that fertility was a blessing of the gods. And so it was simply, amen, that they did not recognize the God, amen, of the Israelites that were blessing them. It was simply that they sought out the wrong gods. And so Abraham, God blessed Abraham because it was not about Abraham's 
It was about God's blessing, amen, other people through Abraham's life. And so a lot of times when we serve God, how many of us know that he speaks to us, he puts a calling upon our life. But it's not about, amen, God using us for his will. We can focus on that. Even myself, I have focused on that. I'm like, God, use me. Use me for your will. But that's not the focus of our story this evening. And so that's why God was able to use this man. Amen. Because he wasn't, he, Abraham was not focused, amen, on God using him for his glory. Amen. It was to bless other people. And so I, I came to this revelation why Pastor Campbell always says this. Pastor Campbell always says, God, make me a blessing to my family, my pastor, my church, to other people. Amen. And this is the story of Abraham. Amen. That God is going to bless. Amen. Of fallen people through Abraham's life. And so that that is why God was able to bless this man. Amen. And not just this man, but make him a father of many nations. And so as you leave the Father's house and do God's will, God will save people in the process. Amen. I have told you before that we left the Huchin Church, amen, made a decision to do the will of God. And no doubt there were struggles along the way. Amen. No doubt, amen, there was, there was uh, people, amen, speaking to us. There was sickness in the way. But in the process, I want to say that God, amen, has blessed our lives. Amen. In our family getting saved. Amen. And not only that, amen, God has taken care of us all the way. Can I have every head bowed and every eye closed? You've just listened to the Potter's House Tri-Cities Podcast located here in Pasco, Washington. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you come back for more.